Hello and welcome to the latest Lancet Haematology podcast. I'm Patricia Lobo and today we are discussing the Palladio study assessing an algorithm combining limited and whole leg ultrasonography to diagnose deep vein thrombosis published on October 19, 2015. I'm joined by the lead author Walter Ajano. Welcome Walter, can you give us your title, name and affiliation please? I am Associate Professor of Medicine at the University of Insubria in Varese, Italy. Tell us a little about the background to your study. Sure. So the current uh, diagnostic approach to patients with suspected venous deep vein thrombosis of the lower limbs is based on the use of compression ultrasound, uh, which may be performed alone or together with the uh, measurement of D-dimer, a laboratory assay, or the use of a pretest clinical probability score in order to uh, improve the accuracy of compression ultrasound. There are two different approaches using the compression ultrasound that are shown to be accurate in uh, the diagnostic approach to suspected deep vein thrombosis. One is the so-called limited compression ultrasonography. Uh, Limited compression ultrasonography aims to investigate only the proximal vein, so down to the pleteal vein. Uh, It's very simple, user-friendly, very uh, fast test to perform. It can be done almost everywhere. The only problem is that it's very accurate in ruling in the vein thrombosis, but uh, there is a possibility uh, of some false negative results, in particular if uh, the clot is limited to the calf. And for this reason, usually these patients need to come back after a week for a second testing in order to rule out any clinically meaningful thrombi. The second approach is called the extended compression ultrasound. And in this case, the test is performed all the way, not only to a completial vein, but also includes the distal vein. It is a test that requires some more advanced instruments in order to be sufficiently accurate for the calf veins and requires some more skills for the operator in order to be more accurate. The advantage of the test is that it allows a to safely rule out DVT in a single test, but it takes some more time. The other drawback uh, of this test is that it it allows the diagnosis of uh, small clots that are uh, distal to the hypocritical veins, many of which may be not clinically uh, relevant and may not require treatment. But this leads to an increased number of diagnosis of this isolated distal deep vein thrombosis and possibly to an excessive uh, treatment of these small clots. So the two different diagnostic approaches have been uh, compared in uh, randomized clinical trials and have been shown to be similar in terms of accuracy. The uh, aim of our study was to come up with a new approach that included both tests in order to improve the accuracy of the diagnosis of the vein thrombosis by using some of the advantages of each of the two tests. The uh, overall aim of the study was therefore to assess a uh, management algorithm which includes uh, the use of a pretest probability score and the dimer in order to classify patients and to stratify patients based on their probability of uh, having a deep vein thrombosis and possibly on the, the severity of the thrombosis. 
So we included consecutive patients with suspected vein thrombosis. All patients had a pretest probability assessed using the Wells rule and then had the dimer measured by the laboratory, the local laboratory. If those two tests were negative, there was no further testing and the patients were discharged without ultrasound and followed up for three months. If one of the two tests was positive, only limited compression ultrasound was performed. And uh, if both tests were positive, then we perform whole leg compression ultrasound. And the aim was to uh, show that with this approach, you do not need patients to come back after a week. So you can have a final complete diagnosis at the same moment when you see the patient for the first time. And you diagnose isolated distal vein thrombosis only in higher risk patients. And what did the study show? So with our approach, the patients uh, were classified in three groups, and we really observed that uh, uh, almost one-third of patients of the overall population, which uh, consisted of uh, 1,162 recruited patients, fell in each group. The first group uh, where patients did not receive any subsequent uh, ultrasonography, the first group was managed very safely because the incidence of events was extremely low and this confirms previous observations from previous studies. But we were of course more interested in the group in group two uh, of patients who had limited compression ultrasound and this group which was defined by the positivity of either pretest probability or D-dimer. Uh, we had around 400 patients. In this case, patients did not have to return for a second test. And despite this, the uh, incidence at three months of events was uh, also very low, uh, lower than the predefined cutoffs for safety that we decided when designing the study. So in this group, we show that if only one pretest probability or D-dimer was positive, you don't need to explore the distal veins and you can safely rule out TVT without any further testing. Uh, and the remaining 410 patients uh, in group three uh, who had both D-dimer and pretest probability score positive, they indeed were uh, uh, tested with uh, an extended ultrasound. In this case, uh, the number of isolated distal deep brain thrombosis was as expected, but lower than in previous studies. And uh, those patients who uh, were uh, in whom uh, DVT was ruled out with the use of extended ultrasound, the uh, rates of events during follow-up was also low. What are the implications of your findings? The implications of our finding is that uh, rather than using two different ultrasound approaches, the limited compression ultrasound or the uh, extended compression ultrasound, with the limitations of either one, you can combine the two tests using the two tests when needed uh, after an initial selection of the patients. And uh, this allows to safely rule out DVT in those patients who have a negative test uh, without the need of any uh, further testing. So this, uh, this leads to less repeat testing. And uh, it also allows to diagnose probably only those uh, isolated distal deep vein thrombosis that 
truly require treatment. Uh, in fact, those patients uh, who had only uh, the limited compression ultrasound did not experience any further extension. So it is likely that some of them all, uh, also had isolated distal vein thrombosis, but this was not clinically relevant because it did not result in any meaningful clinical event. So uh, uh, this combined management may improve the accuracy of the diagnosis of the vein thrombosis and also reduce the need for further diagnostic assessment over the, uh, the, the subsequent days and also reducing the number of isolated distal deep vein thrombosis that are currently diagnosed with one of the two approaches. A very interesting study indeed. Thank you, Walter, and thank you all for listening. See you next time.